Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has been the leader in waterfowl conservation, with over 15 million acres of habitat conserved. DU's supporters and volunteers have led the charge to fill the skies with waterfowl, today, tomorrow, and forever. You, too, can play a role in leaving a legacy for the future of waterfowl hunting. To find an event near you or to join our volunteer team, go to www.ducks.org. Ducks Unlimited, the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Bottomland is Mossy Oak's original camel pattern created by Toxie Hayes over three decades ago. This pattern preserves the original design while applying advanced technology for increased effectiveness. The same field-proven components and colors, the same dirt and bark elements, the same ability to blend into dark environments and obscure a hunter's outline from every angle. Mossy Oak Bottomland. Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode is brought to you by Mossy Oak, because everything is better in Bottomland. Kent Cartridge, quality matters. Performance counts. Shen Gear, waterfowl gear that is built better. And Benelli USA, dominate the skies. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Hey, buddy. Did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Oh, yeah. Good. Always. Always. What'd you get into? Sleep. A lot of sleep. Catching <laughs> up from uh, life on the road and just grinding. And yesterday morning, uh, spent a couple hours up here. It was quiet. Nobody was around. And, I, you know, it was great. Drank a whole pot of coffee by myself. And Look at you. I needed I needed a little bit of time to rebound. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. How about you? Good Memorial Day weekend? Oh, yeah. I was a leg bum all weekend. I saw that. It was nice. I saw that. I was a little jealous of that. A little sunshine, a little fishing, a little... Yeah. A little drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. Um, Well, man, on today's podcast, we've got a great guest, one that I'm really excited about, and one that um, has been a great friend of the brand for a long time. Um, We are joined by Hunter... Colbert, is that how you say it, Hunter? Colbert. I Colbert. used to tell everybody it was Colbert. Well, it, Colbert sounds so. It sounds so, so fancy. It's just I fixed, mean, it sounds elegant. Yeah, let's, Colbert. <laughs> like you have little, your own talk show. Little mark Steven. on the end of the name. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I might. I might start stealing that. <laughs> I love it. Hunter's the marketing director at Kent Cartridge, and um, he and Jeff Barry have been good friends of our brand for man. I don't know. Going on five years now, I guess, or more. And, yep. uh, we really appreciate them. Jeff's been a guest on the podcast a couple of times. This is our first time to have you on the podcast on her. Um, so mm-hmm. thanks, for, thanks for Get joining the us. Dungeon a little bit more and more. Yeah. <laughs> not a problem. Thanks for having me on. How was your Turkey season? Oh, dude, I didn't get to travel as much as I would have liked to, but got a couple first turkeys and then I tagged out I actually killed 
one of my biggest turkeys to date in a Benelli hoodie and basketball shorts. So, oh wow, it, uh, very it was nice. pretty. Yeah, pretty unique thing. He got stuck in a bad spot and called him in. I think he got shot probably about fifteen yards out, roundabout. Nice. Could have been could have been a lot worse. I could put it that way. Wait, was he in a bad spot or were you in a bad spot because you were wearing gym shorts? No, so I actually went. I had a wedding the day before, and I was taking my fiance back to pick her car up. Okay. And when she closed my truck door, she had parked on a, at a farm that I had permission to hunt. And when she closed my truck door, he shot gobbled to it. <laughs> and I, I stood up on the top of the uh, running boards and looked down in the bottom, and he was down in this cornfield. So I just circled him, got on top of him, started started calling, and he came right in. Stood behind an autumn olive bush and a hoodie and basketball shorts and posted him. That was his day. You don't you don't need camo when they come around a corner and get shot. That's right. <laughs> oh no, dude, he was in the middle of a freaking like hundred acre cornfield. He was oh, that's he awesome. was looking for love. That's awesome. In all the wrong yeah. places. Yeah. Well, good deal. Um, man, we're we're a little bitter to see it go, but. We burned the candle pretty hard on both ends, so mm-hmm. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. there's also some sweet to that bittersweet because it's time for wife season and rest season and golf season and uh, catch-up season Sleeping. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, tell us, you know, I guess the, the main reason that you're joining us today um, is because y'all have a pretty pretty awesome product announcement coming out, what, day after tomorrow? Um, oh, is it Monday or Tuesday? What day? We're Tuesday. Okay. Well, I guess we're time traveling, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what is that? June 1st, we'll be launching the newest iteration of Kent Cartridge products called Fast Steel Plus. Awesome. There it we is go. a layered shot, layered steel shot shell that I know you guys, I know that you like the little, little box of bismuth we, we sent up to you last year. But to be 110% honest with you, I've shot this stuff the last two years, and I shoot it more than I shoot bismuth now. Yeah, it shoots great. Wow. It's, I mean, it, to say, and I know I work for the company, and it's, I mean, it is what it is, but <laughs> that stuff is a barn burner. Hmm. I mean, it top to bottom, I'm taking shots for the sake of R&D that I'm stretching it out a little bit and just folding birds hmm. with it. It's been it's been cool. It's my first time launching a product. So taking it from its baby steps and walking to three days away from product launch is nuts. Yeah. Can't yeah. really wrap my head around that yet. <laughs> explain, but, to, explain to everybody what a layered shot shell is. Yeah. So for example, our most popular or what our most popular is going to be is a two and four. So we'll lay the twos in and then we have fours underneath of them. And kind of, so what you're going to get with this is incredible patterns. Like you should be sitting well, well above what you're used to seeing with normal steel loads. Um, But the, what we found is the smaller pellets will draft off the larger pellets. And so if you put it on a pattern board, you can see little keyholes almost where it's pellets going in right behind each other. And it's, mm. I mean, it's super unique to see. That's Hopefully cool. we'll have some more, um, have some literature on that, maybe like a pop-up at some of these yeah. shows to kind of show people, but it's a very unique thing to see like a big, like twos and fours, for example, you'll see a big two hole and then a little four hole right underneath of it or mm. right beside it where it's, and it sucks your pattern in. Mm. I guess the twos That's fly cool. at a different speed than the fours do. I mean, is that the way that works? They're just coming out the shell first. 
Okay. Is what it is. Okay. So that just instead of like blowing the pattern, I mean, you can see it. Or um, we have a video coming out. Should be like Thursday of next, the first week of June with Roger Sporting Goods. And we did um, pattern testing at 40 yard with Fast Deal 2.0, twos, threes, and fours, and then compared it to the twos and fours. And I was starting to get nervous with how well the twos, threes, and fours were shooting. And then when I shot the twos and fours, everybody's like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Like it, it's just that much better. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very, very cool little product. And that's in a 12 gauge load or is that also in a 12 20? and 12 and 20. Great. Okay. It'll be in both of them. Yeah. Is there any method to putting the twos on top of the fours as opposed, as opposed to the other way around? Um, so the, just extensive testing on it. I mean, when we were in the baby stages of this, it we tested everything imaginable. Um, like the biggest thing that we did was do it's we got as close as we can to a 50 50 split in the weight mm-hmm. of the shells or in the weight of the different shot sizes. So it keeps it as close as you can to being identical. Um, but I, this is just what we found works the best. I mean, we tried twos upside down. Two's on the bottom, four's up top. And I mean, anything you could think of. Mm-hmm. It's been, I mean, it's two years of product testing on it. Yeah. So it's been. Yeah, I shot it. You sent me some unmarked ones season before last. So I shot it season of 21. Oh, so you had the original. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, were. That had, uh, there were 20 gauge layered loads like that. And they, um, I knew because they had a different color brass. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, they were. Oh man, I completely forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think you sent me about four or five boxes. You might have sent a whole case. I can't remember, but it was a was at the end of that season, and uh, yeah, we took them to Pound Town, (laughs) the White River Bottoms. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, they're they're great loads for sure. Um, So you'll have that in a twelve gauge and a twenty gauge. What's the payload on the on the twelve gauge? Um, 12 gauge is an ounce and a quarter, 20 gauge is an ounce. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty stiff load for steel. Is it straight steel or is it a, is it a mix? Straight steel. Okay. Yeah. Straight steel. That's awesome. Um, is it going as fast as the regular fast steel? No, it's geared down a little bit. It's still fast, but I mean, once again, we found that perfect, perfect number to get it to mm-hmm. where it's keeping your patterns whole, you're staying consistent. I mean, at, at all the ballistic tests that we do on this. So we do stress tests at, we freeze, should we put it, um, the shells in a freezer, get them down to zero degrees. We have shells that we shoot at 70 degrees and then we cook them to 125. And the stress tests that we run off those, we shoot 20 shells out of each temperature, run it through. And it is, I mean, we aren't failing a single but I, what Sammy stress test? I mean, it's it is shooting as flat as it I'd can like shoot. To, I'd like to meet the guy that has to put shotgun shells in an oven for a living. That just seems like oh, <laughs> Mr. Jimmy's awesome. Hurt, hurt locker too is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it sounds like an OSHA's worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's pretty. That's pretty ingenious testing because I mean, you're not most of the time when you're shooting these steel loads, you're not. You know, you hope you're in zero degrees. You hope you're in cold. cold. You know, yeah. Yeah. you're not going to be at 70 degrees in sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're, well, first week of Arkansas season is usually 70 degrees. and something, rain. Yep. <laughs> but, Shooting mosquitoes. 
um, uh, anything different with the packaging, like how people look for it, notice it, um, and where should they where should they get it? Um, so it's going to be essentially everywhere that you buy your st- buy your shells. I think Rogers will have it um, this upcoming week, and then it's going to start filtering, and you'll see it pop- start popping up everywhere. Um, Cabela's, Bass Pro, thank awesome. God, some of it. Um, it's just it's going to be. I've never experienced this before because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous for Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be an absolute chicken shoot, or at least I think it is. More than likely, I'm going to wake up and it's not going to be any different. But <laughs> No, it'll be, it'll be a big deal. I'm it sure sounds Rogers like it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Rogers will have a big email campaign for it. And I mean, they're, yep. they're a monstrous yep, outfit anyways. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, packaging-wise, cupped up mallard. It's a dark, it'll be a darker box than the Fast Steel 2.0, and it'll have a silver Fast Steel, okay. and then the plus is in lime green. I got you. Okay. There you go. Very cool. Very good product placement. That's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> it is. The 2.0 <laughs> has the has that lime green text, so I guess it'll be the that lime green will carry over into the plus sign, and yep. the rest of it will be silver. I like it. It's going to be. It's gonna be cool. It definitely pops. Yeah. And if you look at it, if you put it in the light, there's timber behind the mallard, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. It looks a little spicy. Very cool. Um, are y'all what are you seeing from a you know, from a demand standpoint? Are you seeing a shift towards anything, you know, terms of like are you seeing the sub gauge guns uh you know, the demand for that ammo wise in the waterfowl space increase yeah. or you see a 12 gauge hold steady or what do you see it? I mean, 12 gauge, 12 gauge is always going to be King. I think the 20 gauge, the most that I've noticed is 20 gauge has a pretty significant uptick. And then everybody wants sub gauges more. I've gotten more. When are you going to pump out 410 steel loads <laughs> that yeah. I can ever remember? Um, yeah. But it's definitely there. I feel like it's more vocal mm-hmm. group. Sure. Um, but it's it, there's an uptick to it, and we're working on coming out with new lines, new products to help support some of that demand. Yeah. But 12 gauge is still. Yeah. Looking at the numbers, 12 gauge is still far and above king. Yeah. One of the things I appreciate you about you guys is that over the last couple of years through COVID and everything, I mean, ammo's been hard to get, but y'all have kept making 20 gauge rounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the big manufacturers said, you know, halt to the yellow shell and and started, you know, pushing out as many of the 12 gauges they could just because they had so much demand. They picked their, you know, they picked their leading product and put all their horses behind that. And uh, y'all have done a really, really good job of kind of keeping production um, steady between yeah. the different gauges. Yeah, it's been it's really our our factory guys really deserve a pat on the back. I mean, they fought through. I mean, COVID as a whole was just they whipped most cases. COVID whipped everybody's ass. Yeah, our factory guys kicked COVID's ass. It was something. I mean, they they did the absolute best that they could every day in day out, trying to get as much out the door as humanly possible. But in, in today's world, I mean. We could run twenty four seven three sixty five, and we still wouldn't have enough shells going out the door. Yeah. 
Isn't that crazy? I mean, we went we went from like 2018, 2019. It was a race to the bottom, cheapest ammo possible. Everybody just you know, and and then it got scarce, and now it's like premium and availability are the two things I hear everybody you know long you know asking about like cheap mm-hmm. ammo. You don't hear anybody talking about. Nine ninety nine a box ammo anymore. I mean, you just hear about I want good ammo, <laughs> and I want it yeah. now. Yeah, I guess that's kind of one of those things that you didn't know what you had till it was gone, mm-hmm. kind of deal. You know, I'm gonna yeah. save a little money, but then you're like, wait a minute, now there's nothing. Okay, well now I want the best thing I can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's been another thing that we've kept up with the entire time, and we're going to continue to keep up with is our QC on stuff that we go have go out the door. We run stress tests. I, we do one every couple of hours mm-hmm. on all of our lines. So as soon as like, we'll go pull a couple of boxes off the loader, run test on it, make sure the powder weights, right. Uh, what's a shot weights, right. Mm-hmm. Pressures look Pressures, good. Yeah. I mean, every, top, yeah, top to bottom. We don't, we do not cut corners mm-hmm. and really bang for your buck with the quality of stuff that we put in it mm-hmm. is second to none. I mean, it's for, for the for the money, it's the best, in my opinion, the best product on the market. But no doubt, I work for it. So, who really is going to take my weight in that? <laughs> well, I I've shot it all over the place, and I can also attest to the consistency. I know exactly what I'm going to get when I get it. It doesn't really matter whether it comes directly from you or whether it comes from Rogers or whether it comes from Bass Pro or Cabela's or wherever, because I've bought it from all all those different places and. Uh, that's definitely been my favorite thing is like, you just don't get a box of duds. You know, you, you, it's consistent. It shoots well. Honestly, in in a lot of cases, it shoots better. I'm not going to just say it shoots well. It, it, it definitely shoots well, but you can compare it to a lot of the other premium loads, everything in its class to me, Kent outperforms it. Um, and I, I'm clearly I'm biased too, but, um, I mean, I was a Kent fan before I started working with you guys, you know, with a, this brand partnership. So um, that's why things like this work is because it's organic and it's something that we're already doing. And um, I mean, <clears throat> it's also backed up by shoot. Think about our friends that shoot the same stuff. You know, I mean, the guys at Daybreak, I mean, they, they literally make a living, you know, shooting Kent cartridge and and their customers too. And you got guys like that six groups wide every day hunting you know 60 plus days a year there, there's a reason they're shooting what they're shooting um so yeah there's there's no doubt the the uh the evidence supports the consistency and yeah. the performance for sure and i think i mean that's a big hats off to y'all for producing the quantity of shells that you do but still maintaining that high level of quality is unheard of anywhere else you know i mean think of any other brand maybe not any other brand but most other brands that mass produce shells you're gonna get a decent number of clicks or blown out patterns or whatever but it's not the case here at all yeah yeah what's on tap for you this summer oh dude i'm my summer's relatively easy i think the next one i got is delta yeah that's two months away somehow still um It'll and be then here tomorrow, don't worry yeah oh yeah i, I did i'm kind of hoping for it i don't <laughs> like sitting in the office this long it freaks me out um so we Delta, got Delta. delta's gonna be fun y'all have got a you were telling us before this call that y'all have got a new booth that you're gonna be showing off 
Yep. And uh, somebody made the dumb decision to put RT's big old beautiful face up on it. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Did you talk to his agent? Yeah. I, I feel well, like his, I feel like RT's probably got an agent. Yeah, <laughs> his agent talent, you know. requested a case of bismuth. So <laughs> no. I'll, I'll have to get back to him on that. Uh, speaking of Delta, a uh, little birdie told me that in the Rolling Thunder booth, we were going to have a whole pallet of these new loads, yellow ones and red ones, or black ones. Can't black ones. Steel's black in it. Yeah. Yeah. Do with that information what you want. So, but should should have a couple candlesticks there to play with. So hmm. bring bring, you, bring bring a bring a dolly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring a dolly and some muscles with you. <laughs> I'll put my back seat down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you got to carry it all the way out to your truck. That's the kicker. <laughs> 20, 26 pounds for however well, long we're, is we're gonna late. We're going to offer storage at the Rolling Thunder booth. So you can pay for your shells, and then you can store it underneath the table. But storage is going to be cheaper than the shells, but it's not going to be free. So And for an additional fee, you can pick who you want to supervise the shells. There's obviously going to be tiered prices as to who will be the one supervising, but we'll let you pick that. You know, if you're trying to pinch a penny, Trip will watch it for you. If you want to be taken care (laughs) of. We've always at trade shows kind of done that. If you buy acrylic call, if you're of age, you end up with an aluminum can of beer. And uh, we may have to extend that, that same deal over into the, into the Kent cartridge, buy a case of shells. You can, you know, drink a beer on your way to the truck to put them in the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might have to do that one. So that that was a great show last year, and I would be lying if I said I didn't have huge expectations for what they do with it this year. Um, oh no, I I am a huge fan of that show. Brad, yeah. do you guys work with Brad Heidel? Yep, yep. He is one of my favorite people in the outdoor space. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Any any other big plans for y'all? This, I know I know um, y'all were just at Ducks Unlimited, right, with us. No, I had so I had a wedding that weekend, and Mister Barry just had baby Barry number two, like the week before that. Gotcha. So we did not make it down to Ducks. Well, did that you guys shows you that? whether or not I was there, <laughs> or whether he was there, because we didn't know whether you were there. <laughs> yep, it was. Uh, that's a, that shows a. Good one. I think maybe, depending on who you talk to. Um, <laughs> but we got the next weekend. We'll, do you guys go up to Rogers that following weekend? Yes, I will be at Rogers. Somebody okay. will be. Yeah. yeah. We got Rogers, and then I just bang. After that, I bang the East Coast drum yeah. till uh, NWTF. Yeah. We actually did pretty good at Ducks. I think mm-hmm. the, the issue at Ducks was just the – getting the people around you know what i mean like the there there were people there but it's so big and so spread out um and yeah. there's so much to see it's kind of like a combination of sensory overload and um and just the sheer size size and size of it, of it right. yeah um yeah they said that they had everybody that i talked to this year said it was probably about a 20 percent increase mm-hmm. on foot traffic mm-hmm. so i mean our our sales numbers would probably indicate that i, I haven't compared it to last that. year but we definitely did more than last year um in terms of sales so yeah um it's also just kind of a tough time i feel like that's right there at the end of everybody's school and so kids are i know it's tough for my kids they're taking finals and stuff but mm-hmm. um 
baseball. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, they, they might have found that sweet spot, though, because they had I want to say the first year was in June. Yeah. And then last year was in March, early April. April. It was yep. last year. It was the second weekend of April. Yep. 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 Because then didn't y'all send guys down and they went and tried to shoot some turkeys. They right hunted that? one morning, but they didn't. Oh, so they just they didn't yeah. have they didn't have uh, they didn't. Let's just say they didn't have the A team with them. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. And Texas, believe it or not, Texas is extremely limited on public land. Oh yeah, which Especially is that area. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, you know, back to the Ducks Unlimited thing and the Delta thing, I think the take-home for that, for me, is I'm really proud of both organizations for creating events that get people there. Mm -hmm. It connects the individuals with um, an experience, you know, and the manufacturers. And I think that's so cool because that's how we – there's multiple ways to do conservation, right? I mean, we can raise money, we can set aside ground – But, I mean, one of the ways that we do conservation is we create experiences for little kids to walk around and see stuff and touch stuff. Just like when you go to the Kent booth, a kid can sit there and load a shotgun shell, you know, and and see how it works. And, you know, that's how the next generation gets involved in conservation is they see that stuff. They meet their heroes. They see the YouTube stars. They, you know, they get to see what's coming out, and they feel like they're a part of it. And I know, I mean, I'm 41. I know – shows kind of went away there for a while but i mean when i was a kid that was how you found out that was where you bought the you know the the vhs tape of somebody hunting Mm -hmm. and and that's how you found out what the pros did and you went to seminars and stuff and so i think it's great that these conservation organizations are coming back around and and both you know both du and delta pumping you know significant resources into connecting end users you know the average Joe's with the industry. And of course, NWTF has done that for a long time, but I mean, shoot five years ago, we would never have had this conversation where the three pillars in, in waterfowl and Turkey conservation were putting on a premier event that connected local community, local folks with industry manufacturers. And so yeah. I'm, I didn't mean to side, you know, derail us there. But, well, not but even I want to brag on them. You know? Not even. I mean, in addition to that, from an experience standpoint, both DUX and the Delta event have sanctioned calling contests yep, too. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's you know, right. Yeah. Meat, meat calling, bunches of fire for, for yeah. worlds. The cut down. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just they're not just trying to get you there to spend money. Like yeah. you have the opportunity to go and watch mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. pros do what they do best. Yep. You know. Yep. No doubt. Um, That's always cool to me is going and listening to the duck call sure. contest for sure. So now, the the conservation side of like that, those shows are arguably my favorite part of the job. Just being able to go, it's the best way to communicate with end users. I mean, we have hundreds upon hundreds of kids come up. I mean, we probably loaded three cases of shells <laughs> with that freaking mech reloader last year. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Now, I will say, as a disclaimer, because some people don't get it, <laughs> they are souvenir shells. They yep. do not go bang. Yep. I got more phone calls last year <laughs> from those shells of the Delta thing, cussing and yelling at me about having a dud <laughs> for the, their kid's first duck or this, that, and the other. I mean, it was like, it was like once a week. It was brutal. That's funny. Like, 
Yeah, I was like, and it says souvenir on the shot side of it. It's like, you, like I, it's loaded with sand. Like I don't know what else I could tell you right now. But yeah, well, you know, if you're not paying attention enough to your kid to know whether they're putting real gunpowder into a shotgun shell, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the bigger issue is you on. probably need to do a little better job of parenting. You know, your kid's <laughs> making an explosive device, and then you're mad because it doesn't making work. an explosive like, device at a public event. Yeah, like. like it's a great way Kids to get on the FBI's watch list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I East mean, Coast, where are you hitting some dealers on the East Coast, Molly's and um, all that kind of stuff? Or yeah, we got um, Molly's on the East Coast. Uh, we go hit their show, and then Green Top down in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Both of those are awesome, awesome little little stores. If you ever end up out in this neck of the woods. Yep. And then we hit the Eastern Waterfowl Festival. Okay. Which is apparently like the Mecca of goose hunting or something. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's the pretty, one in Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down in Easton. It's a, it's a super cool one. I wish it, I honestly wish that one was longer. Yep. And in a different time frame, because it's like the first week of, uh, what is that? It's November week, or something. It's, yeah, it's generally the weekend before our waterfowl season opens in Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, it my trail cameras are blowing up with huge bucks chasing <laughs> those around, and I'm sitting right. there can't do a damn thing about it. No doubt. No, no, doubt. no game fair for you this year? Nope. That's one. Which game fair? Where's game fair at? It's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. That, anything in the, in the Midwest, I we don't typically do. I mean, the biggest ones of the year. We're still trying to get into the game of it, but it's like NWTF, Delta, Pheasant fests and ducks yeah. are big ones for the year. Yeah, we should talk offline. We might can do some collaborative stuff there at uh, at Game Fair. That would be a good audience for y'all. And we've got a big, oh, yeah. we've got a big booth. So what are the um, what are the dates for it? Man, it's weird. It's two weekends in a row. In oh, August. it's that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like Loot. the middle two weekends of August kind of thing. It's like twelfth and thirteenth, and then the Following if you, like the yeah. 19th and 20th 11th through the 13th and the 18th through the 20th. Yeah, yeah. Can you do one weekend or the other? Or do you have to do both weekends? That's a good question. I, I have never personally done it. Um, Girk has done it and a couple of others of our guys. So, um, but I think you need to be at both. Um, I think that's, I think they, I'm pretty sure that's a condition for them. But, um, but anyways, that was neither here nor there. That's just a <laughs> yeah. good one. That, mm-hmm. uh, and see a lot of traffic at that mm-hmm. show. A lot mm-hmm. of traffic. So, um, so June first launch of the Fast Steel Plus. Um, what uh, what's Jeff thinking? Is he thinking? Is he in baby mode or is he in plus launch mode? Oh, he's in plus launch mode. <laughs> that that baby is gonna be able to walk and talk within the next like four weeks. So it's, <laughs> I mean, his first his firstborn is the, like arguably smarter than I am now. It's ridiculous. Like he is the <laughs> smartest little human I've ever met in my life. It's it's nuts. That's good. Is Jeff gonna get to travel any with you, or is he gonna hit the bi group shows and? Uh, um. So he he's he's not gonna be a Delta. He'll be at Rogers the following weekend. Yep. He's, I want to say he's got uh, Academy the weekend before. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been like three weeks in a row that he yep. would have been gone. So he just 
So Delta's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be in the cards for him, but he'll be, he's out and about. Good. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, grab Jeff's credit card and we'll make sure that we entertain all the Kent cartridge, uh, <laughs> customers oh, yeah. at Delta together. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Kent's going to take care of everybody. It'll be good. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, um, you got any hunting trips planned for this fall? Um, as of right now, I want to stop in. I talked to Spence about jumping in and doing a combo hunt with Delta. Yep. Okay. Or not Delta. Um, North Delta. North Delta. Oh, okay. Daybreak. Um, I've got two blocks of dates there. and Hoping that Hunter will join us for at least one of those. Yep. We've got some combined dealers that we can hit uh, that'll be there for both of those. So we need to put our heads mm-hmm. together on that and see if we can't. Um, you know, that'd be a cool, yeah. Cool and then we need sure. to get y'all on the books for a turkey hunt plant tour next spring, would be a good one to get into. Okay, by y'all, do you mean me and Frawley, or, or are you talking about me? And that's a big, that's a big dog decision. <laughs> y'all can figure that one out. You're going to have to put in a time off request for him. Okay. I mean, you've already got a wedding planned and a bachelor party planned and all these things. I, I mean, know. I'm not I mean, taking time off for the bachelor party, though. Okay. I am for the wedding, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. I've never hunted in West Virginia, and uh, I've got some good friends in Virginia, so it would be that would be a great thing to plan for next spring. That was mm-hmm. going to be one of my questions. What kind of duck and goose hunting is there to do in West Virginia? Uh, mergansers. Ah. <laughs> the poor man's black duck. Also hey, known as now, lawn depend, <laughs> Depending on how cold it gets, we do get a ton of black ducks for whatever reason. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. But, no, it's pretty much, it's like 99.9% me really bored shooting mergansers. Until I get yelled at to come home about how that goes. <laughs> well, that's not the end of the world. That just means you have to travel. Yeah, I was going to say, is there anywhere within a reasonable driving distance that you could go? I mean, I could, I'm could. i going to try to get down to Arkansas at some point this year. But, that I mean, that's still 14 hours to the border. Wow. So, that's going to be... Gonna be brutal. I could go down to the eastern shore, but I mean it's the same. Yeah, rat race. It's the same unless it gets crazy cold and then mm-hmm. it picks up. But mm-hmm. other than that, I stay pretty local. Yeah, the Merg man, <laughs> the Merg murderer. <laughs> One of the first ducks that was killed with this new load was a merganser. <laughs> Y'all need to get an alternate artwork for some boxes with a merganser on it. For oh, dude, it'd be hilarious. I wanted to put for, uh, oh, what is that? April Fool's Day this year. I wanted to do like a fake release of it and have a coot on the box. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. That's funny. Uh, well, I can't think of any more questions. Um, I cannot wait to burn some powder i'm mm-hmm. thinking the first opportunity i'm gonna have to shoot these newfangled layered loads i've already shot the prototype layered mm-hmm. loads is gonna be september honker season Gooberries. yeah 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 <laughs> and speaking of gooberries, i've heard enough of the guys here around the shop complaining about cleaning geese mm-hmm. that i i 
I'm kind of looking forward to not having to feel obligated to take everybody that works here on the early season to goose up. Just so. for for the record, I don't mind cleaning. Yeah, geese. I've never heard you complain not, about. Yeah, the I'm old not a big complainer about anything that I get to shoot legally. <laughs> so I'm not picky. We have some mallard snobs around here. Purists. Oh, I, I want to say I saw a post about that. Yeah, there's yeah. there've been a few of them. We've definitely got a uh, few few mallard snobs. Mm-hmm. You know look down their nose there's one particular mustached one that will not (laughs) shoot anything but a mallard (laughs) and has proven that he does that yeah Yeah, no doubt he has definitely proven it but uh so yeah we're looking forward to having him here in the shop shoot you know just as a we're not as big as rogers but we are a dealer and we've got them on the shelf right now uh the We've actually got last year's loads on the shelf, more coming, and we've got the layered loads coming. So if you're listening and you're planning your fall uh, trip to duck camp to eradicate your mice population and the brown recluse population and uh, check on your duck boat and all the things that happened in the month of August, man, make sure you stop through and see us. Um, we've got a new Benelli with your name on it and a case of Kent cartridge. So, uh, we'd love to, we'd love to get you set up. Um, we believe in it. We shoot it and we sell it. Mm-hmm. So, and that includes you too. You need to come down and see the shop. I understand it's a little bit of a drive, but. I don't know, dude, that's not bad at all. I mean, what you guys are around the Memphis area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm eight hours to Nashville. That is what? Okay. Probably five. Ten and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We're two and a half from Nashville. So, yeah, you'd be ten and a half total. Make oh, that yeah. drive weekly. It's two and a half hours from Nashville. <laughs> That's not bad. Not bad. The nightlife in Somerville is not the greatest. The guys all seem to kind of vanish on the weekends. <laughs> I can't blame them. I did. But. I couldn't do that. Week in, week out. Could not do that. That place, man. Couldn't do Something. Nashville or couldn't do Somerville? Nashville. Oh. Well, the, the, what, five days were there for NWTF is just – it's worse than Vegas. Vegas oh, is, wow, that's a, that's a hot take. It is worse. It's No, no, wor- worse as in, like, you cannot find an unattractive female in Nashville. <laughs> oh. It's like worse. It's, not, it's worse from a nightlife stand. I mean, it's better. It's like it's more fun, but it's worse from a taxing. It, it, like it, it, it just wears you out. Because I mean, in Vegas, everybody's in the casinos. There's not just mm-hmm. like the bars that everybody goes hangs out in. But dang, in Nashville, man, everybody wants to hit Broadway, hit such and such. It's uh, I mean, and it's just like, I mean, it just yeah. feels like it never and ends. I mean, the craziest thing about Broadway is it's a legit war zone. Like the cops, we talked, there was like, we were standing in line for a bar and we watched three dudes, like three different fights happen while we're waiting to get in line. The cops are like, if they're not shooting or stabbing, we don't really do anything. (laughs) It's like, what in God's name? That's my city. Uh, (laughs) It's just nuts. Yep. Well, so June 1st, Fast Still Plus, we're pumped about it. We're looking forward to it. Make sure that you make your summer plans now to come visit at the Delta Waterfowl Expo at the end of July. There will be lots of the new Kent uh, Fast Steel Plus there available for sale. And um, 
lots of info that you can ask questions about and see there at the Kent booth and um, Hunter will probably even sign your hat if you want him to, yeah. um, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I mean, in all seriousness, you guys have a great booth and it's definitely worth coming to see because, I mean, you, you anecdotally, it's one thing to for somebody to explain the difference to you just, you know, kind of in passing or for you to shoot the shell and, oh, I killed something. But when you start to understand the science behind it, it really helps you understand, you know, why it, why it is better, why it performs better and all those things. And so it's worth making a trip to one of these locations that Hunter's talking about that they'll be at, whether it's Rogers, um, whether it's Molly's or Green Top um, or the Easton Waterfowl Festival or the Delta Waterfowl um, uh, expo in, in july so mm-hmm. yeah and i keep i keep that booth stocked with dudes that at least look like they know what they're doing <laughs> so it'll be a uh, go up and talk i mean they bang on them 60 days a year that's right um, different states they do it all um any questions concerns or just want to shoot the shit um any of the kent platforms instagram facebook youtube wherever you can find us shoot us a dm I'll be the one answering it. Anything, need anything, holler at me. Yep, that's great. Well, man, we appreciate you guys. Y'all are a great partner of ours uh, from a corporate standpoint, but you're also a great partner in conservation with these other agencies, and we really appreciate you guys, and we're proud to be able to fly the Kent flag here at 17605 U.S. Highway 64. So, um, yeah, please tell Jeff that we said hello, and – Man, thanks for joining us. Yeah, not a problem. Anytime you need me. All right. Look up Kent Fast Steel Plus. New this year. It'll be available at all the dealers that you're used to buying your waterfowl loads from. So look it up. Get you a box or 10 or 20. <laughs> or 50. Yeah, Why not? Whole <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, we will, uh, on that note, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for joining us. Hey, y'all, this is Spence and Frawley, and just wanted to say thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. We really, really enjoy producing this podcast and would be really grateful if wherever you get your podcasts, if you would subscribe to the Rolling Thunder podcast and give us a five-star rating. Somehow, apparently, out there in internet la-la media land, (laughs) that helps our podcast to be found by other people like you. So we just want you to know we appreciate you listening, and we'd like to ask you to subscribe and give us a five-star review and keep on listening. And unfortunately, recording podcasts don't pay the bills, so we just do this for fun and for y'all, and we want it to grow as bad as y'all want it to grow, so... We could really use your help in doing that. Share it with a friend. Yes, right. We appreciate y'all stopping by again. Thanks for listening.